Go where you want to go. Do what you want to do. Be who you want to be. Be free. Your retirement dreams are out there. We can help you live them. This is Retire with Freedom with Birmingham's premier retirement planners, Tad and Tony Hill. Hello, everybody, and you are listening to Retire with Freedom with Tad and Tony Hill. Uh, I'm Tad. And I'm Tony. She's Tony. (laughs) So, Tony, we got a great show today. We're going to talk about people that are forced to retire, whether they want to or not. That's happening more and more. Right. We're going to discuss unpopular opinions. So there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people with a lot of opinions about stuff out there, and uh, we're going to talk about some of those things and why that may or may not make sense. And then we'll talk about some retirement planning statistics. But let's just jump right in. For anyone it's being forced to retire earlier than they plan, we found there are often some common questions, Tony, that they're asking. Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk to folks about what some of those questions are and how we help people answer them. Well, one of them, I mean, just, you know, I've had three meetings this past week about this. Um, You know, they're getting offered early packages Mm -hmm. or buyouts or something like that. And their first thing is, should I take this? You know, is and is it going to include the severance stuff or, you know, paid time off? Or there's all kinds of different permutations of those offers. Yeah. And we need to we need to analyze, you know, the the individual ones. right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean. I mean, it could be a great idea. It could be not a great idea. And sometimes the answer is, yeah, you know, it's a good idea to leave there. But, you know, we may still need, you know, you need to work for somewhere else for a little longer to make Well, and Tony, the thing that I find is that a lot of times people are getting offered these packages and they're not necessarily getting laid off. Yeah. So they may have the option to work a few more years and they're trying to decide whether the package is attractive. Although something that I've been seeing recently is... Hey, we're offering this package. If you don't take this one, there's not going to be another one. Yeah. So, and we're not telling you whether you're going to have a job or not. Right. You've just got to figure it out. Well, and then in that case, maybe if you still need to work, you need to be looking for a job somewhere else. Well, and and you know, it, it all boils down to this. I mean, I think probably the biggest benefit that we bring to the table for people is knowing how to analyze these things. Yeah. Right? I mean, most people are making these decisions emotionally. You know, they're not making decisions based upon hard financial science and numbers and math Mm -hmm. and data. Mm -hmm. It's, it's an emotional thing. And a lot of times they're tired of working and they want to take the package. Mm -hmm. But then when they come and sit down with us, one of the things I hear a lot is, look, I really do want to do this, but I don't want to make a mistake. Like I don't want to be 10 years from now realizing that I did something I shouldn't have done. And because I also hear a lot of those stories of people that, you know, Hey, I had coworkers that retired and maybe they retired too soon Mm -hmm. or they, you know, they shouldn't have done it or, you know, they retired and they were overexposed to the stock market and then they lived through a market crash. And now all of a sudden, you know, they don't have the resources they thought they were going to have. Sometimes it's just that they don't know what to do with themselves. Right. Well, and, and the other thing too is, I know you know this too, but oftentimes, people are just really, really surprised at how much they're, it actually costs them to live. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking at a number of like, okay, if this is what I'm going to get for this buyout or package or whatever, you know, that seems like a good bit of money. I mean, maybe maybe that's pretty good, you know. And they're using, they're making decisions without getting all the data and all the facts in there. Because if it just, okay, let's say you're the, mo- I hear this all the time. We're very conservative. We don't spend much money. Mm-hmm. We don't do a lot of stuff. You know, we may go to one really nice restaurant once every six months. We don't travel a lot. There's a lot of those things. 
But just being alive I don't know, it costs money. I mean, it just costs money. Well, we have a so one of the biggest mistakes that we see people making is they are under assuming what they're going to need to live on. Right. And it's it's almost across the board. So we have a lifestyle analysis that we have people do, and it's it's simple and it misses nothing. Right. And but but what we do is we won't do a retirement plan without it. And on average, people are spending 30% more than they thought. But it, sometimes it's a way more than that. Yeah. Well, I mean, 30% more. 6,000, you know, a third more than that. Yeah. You know, 33 and a third more than that is 8,000. Right. So 6,000 a month is 72,000 a year. 8,000 mm-hmm. a month is $96,000 a year. Right. That's a big difference. It is a big difference. But I have people <clears throat> sometimes, they think they're spending $96,000 a year and they're spending over 200 And sometimes, yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's not that, I mean, and people are like, there's no way that could be happening because we know how much we bring home. But there's a whole lot of different ways that people can still be spending Money more. Money just seeps through the cracks. Yeah, spending more than they're making. And, and, and even though it doesn't make sense to some people, once we you know sit down and look at it and actually really analyze it, they're like, oh, that's how it's happening. Or right. this is what's going on. Or now I see this. So it's and, not that it's a bad thing. It's just something you really, really need to know. And we actually walked through all of this in our retirement planning course, Tony, which is a it's a two and a half to three hour dive into all things retirement planning and it's uh you know we're not serving any fancy meals or any of that kind of stuff it's it's a classroom-like environment we were doing it jeff stayed in the best avia library right now we're doing it at the embassy suites in homewood so we can spread out and everybody you know be social distance and all Mm -hmm. that but we go through income planning investment planning tax planning healthcare planning and legacy planning and for you our listener i cannot encourage you enough to come to our next course uh we've got one coming up we typically only do about one a quarter mm-hmm. so i would call now and and let the operators know you want to be signed up for the next course our office will follow up with you get you signed up or you can call during the week you can call uh, the office during the week it's the same number 205-988-0006 that's 205-988 zero 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 six two oh five nine eight eight triple zero six and and this course tony i mean all i know is what people tell us it's like hey this is one of the most valuable things we've ever done to prepare Mm -hmm. for retirement and a lot of times for people that really haven't they're not the ones in the family that pay attention to the investments and, and all of that a lot of times I'll hear, hey, this is the first time I actually feel like I understand this stuff. Right. But we start talking about things like, how are we going to make sure that we know how much needs to go out the door? You know, we describe our lifestyle analysis in detail. But it's, it's, we don't really go in uh, through that uh, over that on the air, but I do in the course. We talk about exact strategies on how we take investments and solve for the different needs we're going to have. We're going to need emergencies, emergency money. We're going to need income to pay the bills we're going to need uh we're going to need money for medium-term needs we're going to need money for long-term needs and all of those really require different types of strategies Mm -hmm. you know you don't want to have one strategy to solve all those different problems and i think that's when i when i look at what people bring in and they're working with somebody that's investing their money for them i think the thing that always i guess surprises me is it just feels like it's one bucket of money. Yep. And, and they go, oh, well, no, it's diversified. Okay, well, it's diversified. 
you know, you've got some large cap stocks, mid cap, small cap, right. you've got some bonds, but basically it's a bucket of stocks and bonds. Mm-hmm. It's not designed for income. It's not really truly designed for growth. It's, it's trying to straddle the fence between those two things, but it's usually got a lot more risk than people realize it has. Mm-hmm. Like if we go through a 2008 kind of scenario, even people that are quote diversified got clobbered then. I mean, right. they lost half their money in a lot of cases. Right. And it's in what we've got to do is figure out, you know, this question was, should I accept a buyout? Well, it all boils down to income. Yep. How are we going to be able to generate the income you're going to need if you take the buyout? Yeah, if you walk away from the paychecks, how do you replace those paychecks? Yeah, and specifically, what is the strategy to do it? Yeah, and and another thing, another thing I hear oftentimes, and especially lately when people do feel like they're kind of being forced into this decision, mm-hmm. is that they just go, it's almost like they give up. We'll just spend less. Surely we can spend less. And I'm like, well... Maybe you can and maybe you can't, but do you want to? And don't you want to know if you have to or you don't, rather than just kind of give up and go like, fine, we just, we wanted to do these trips, but they're too expensive, or we wanted to do that or live somewhere else, but we don't think that's an option. And I'm like, how do we know it's not an option? And, you know, just because you feel that way, it may or may not be an option. I know we've talked about this a lot on the air, but it's way more common that people are in a better circumstance than they think. Yep than it is that they think they're in a great circumstance and they're not. More often than not, people that come – because here's the thing. People that come see us, Tony, are planners. If you're not a planner, you're not listening to this radio show. No. You know, you're doing something else. Right. Hopefully not texting on your phone while you're driving. (laughs) No. Um, But if you're not a planner, you don't come see us, right? You don't come to our retirement course. Mm -hmm. So the people that come to see us are are planners by nature – and and the the thing that that really we talk about in the course and we talk about when we sit down for a visit is we've got to actually dig in and nail this thing down. Mm-hmm. We got to get it right. I mean, if you're going to quit working, we need to make sure that that you're going to get it right. And so it's it's actually more common that people are in better shape than they think they are. And then once we get the plan in place, the the, the challenge for a lot of folks is you're using the wrong tool for the job you're asking your your money to do. So, you know, if, if you're needing income but you're invested for growth, while it may sound uh, logical that the more growth you get, the more income you'll get, it, it, it's actually a very different thing. It growth is. and income are two completely different things that we do with different tools, strategies, and that sort of thing. And so we've got to have a way to generate the income. And yes, we need money set aside for long-term growth. But typically, the things that are going to do those two things the, the best are not going to be the same strategy. Right. The strategy we're going to use to generate the income we need is going to be very different than the strategy we're going to use to get the long-term growth. And you know, if if all of this just sounds like common sense, yes, of course it makes sense to use different strategies for to solve different problems. And, you know, yeah, I just, I have a withdrawal strategy, which means I have a quote diversified portfolio and my broker or whoever just says, oh, don't worry about it. You know, how much money do you need every month? We'll send it to you. Well, I mean, that's kind of like, I'm, I'm going to build a house and I'm going to use nothing but a hammer. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm going to have one tool to do everything I need it to do. And, and that's what I see a lot. Mm-hmm. And really, we want to take dollars and segment it to do different things. You want certain strategies for emergencies, some for income, some for medium-term needs, some for long-term needs. 
you know, things like health care and inflation, and but you still got to pay the bills every month. And, you know, if, if you want that kind of common sense approach, we will sit down with you completely free, does not cost you a nickel to come in and sit down with us and the team to analyze where you are. And here's what happens. The first time we, we visit, we just get to know each other. And we ask all the questions that we would need to know the answer to if we were planning our own retirement. And then we just pretend that we're you. We run some reports that tell us uh, some stuff like how exposed are you to the next market crash? How much income really are you generating? You know, we, we gather a lot of data around things in your life that, that are going to be important that we're able to answer the questions around. You know, how much longer do you need to work? What lifestyle is sustainable? Social Security, pension, real estate? wills, trusts, all that kind of stuff. And then we get back together and we share with you our observations. And we go through, hey, if we were you, this is all the stuff we'd be feeling good about. And then these are the things that we would fix. And then we go in and show you how our process is designed to fix those issues or to answer those questions. And But this process is completely free. It doesn't cost you a dime. And we're doing it as a service so that you can get your arms around all this. Now, if we decide to work together, we we will, and we'll explain how all that works. You know, if, if, if you want our help, we'll go through and be clear about how that takes place. But whether we work together or we don't, this analysis is designed to help you and your family really get a handle on things so that you can make good, informed decisions around your retirement planning. And if you want to take advantage of that free analysis – it's a visit right here in our office, or we do it virtually. Mm-hmm. So for people that are in Huntsville, Montgomery, Tuscaloosa, places around Birmingham, maybe you're in Birmingham and you still prefer to do it r- remotely. Or out We've of got, state. Out of, <laughs> out of state. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah we got people ton, from, all, from different states all over the place that we've done planning for. And the process works really well virtually. So the way to take advantage of that, if you're going to come in or just sit down with us virtually, is to give us a call and let the operators know you want to take advantage of the complimentary review. That number is 205-988-0006. That's 205-988-0006. 205-988-0006. Yeah, and another thing that people ask, too, when we're talking about you know being forced to retire, getting offered um, packages and buyouts, is they always have the question, should I take, if I've got a pension, should I take the lump sum or should I take the annuity for, you know, some payouts? And if I do, you know, what percentage do I leave behind to a spouse or, you know, 50%, 100%, you know, there's all kinds of different things. And, and they've been trying to, you know, most of the time people come in and they've like, we've tried to research this. We've asked what other people are doing. There's a lot of analysis that needs to be paid attention to that as well, because, because it really depends. I mean, it, depends on what you do with either the lump sum that if you take the lump sum or how good the pension buyout's going to I mean I mean how good the I'm sorry the monthly pension's going to be you know you can look at it now recently I've had some people that kind of aren't as secure about the company itself you know and the pensions are, are a little mm-hmm. bit vulnerable so they you know they come in and go like I definitely just want the the lump sum and figure it out because I don't really trust that the company's going to continue to pay this you know, be able to pay this fund, this pension, um, this monthly pension is what I'm saying. So, um, so there's a lot of decisions about all of that. I mean, you know, you, what are, what are you hearing mainly these days? I mean, now I'm hearing more well, and more I mean, about the company. I, yeah. I mean, I think most people's inclination is to take the lump sum on their pension. Mm-hmm. And the reason typically is 
well, I don't want us to get hit by lightning and there's nothing left for the kids. You know, I got half a million dollars or a million dollar lump sum that I could take. And if I take the annuity, then that money will be there for me and my spouse, assuming I choose a spousal benefit. Some people take 0% spousal on their pensions, which I think is almost always a mistake. But the money will be there for me and then for for her in this case you know I'm the man so I would say you know my wife would have 50% of what I was getting or or better 100% so you take a lower percentage while you're living to make sure that your spouse continues to get that same amount and uh, a lot of people want to take less than that they want to take uh, you know 50% to be left to the spouse or 0% I, again I always think those are almost always mistakes but the lump sum is appealing to people because it's a big old chunk of money. And they think, oh, with a million dollars, surely I can do better with that than you know my pension company. But what you've got to do is analyze the ratios. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you've got a million dollar lump sum, but your pension is going to be $70,000 a year with 100% spousal benefit, I mean, that's a 7% yep, that's payout rate right. on your pension. I mean, as long as you feel good about the company and yeah. the viability of that, uh, yeah, all day long. I mean, it's just got to be analyzed. Well, the biggest mistake that people make is they take their pension, their lump sum. Mm-hmm. So they were going to have a joint life income for them and their spouse that was going to take care of them. Mm-hmm. They take that lump sum and they put it all in a, quote, diversified portfolio of stocks and bonds. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry. We're going to put you in conservative stocks, which I don't even know what that term means. Mm-hmm. There's a stock is not conservative. <laughs> Even if we're buying big blue chip companies, you know, all you got to do is watch what happened to those, you know, when markets crash and they get clobbered right along with them. And I'm very clear about the the argument. Oh, we'll just hang in there; it'll come back. Well, one of the things that we talk about in the retirement course that we teach is that um, that's true. Historically, the markets come back, mm-hmm. but if you're pulling. Four, four or five percent out and you take a 50 percent hit the markets come back but your portfolio won't right it's, and so and so i think a lot of people are given bad advice to take their lump sum pension and put it in the stock market Go ahead. or the other thing i see sometimes that is a cautionary tale i guess about the lump sum what to do with it so a lot of times people are like okay here's what we'll do we'll put it in a variable annuity mm-hmm. and then you'll get some income on it but then a lot of times that income is not unknowingly to the person doing it that has the pension it's for their life only so it's just like if they took an annuity at work and took no spousal benefit that's a really good point so it's really it's tough i mean just doing something that sounds like a good idea if you don't know all the details so let's clarify that for people so what she's saying is that you take the lump sum on your pension and you put it in an annuity Mm -hmm. that's going to pay a lifetime payment Mm -hmm. In the thought being, but if we get struck by lightning, the money that's in the annuity will go to our kids. What we haven't spent. What's, what yeah. we haven't spent will go right. to our kids. And if you've got the right kind of deferred annuities, they will do that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think, oh, no, if you put money in an annuity and you die, the money disappears just like it would if you just took the annuity pension from your company. Right. You know, if you're working for a company and you get a, you get a lifetime pension something happens to you and your spouse there's no money left to the kids a lot of people think that outside annuities behave that way and some do but but not if you get the right ones and so so but one thing that comes along with variable annuities typically 
is that uh, a, a lot of times that lifetime income, especially if it's in, if it's in tax deferred accounts, yep. w- will only last for the owner's lifetime. Right. So whoever's IRA it was. And so the spouse would get the spouse or whoever behind will get whatever that hasn't been spent through that lifetime. Of the that lo- yeah, any cash. Any cash that's left. But here's what usually will happen. Think about this. Okay, somebody retires. They, they get their lump sum pension and they go, okay, well, we're going to put it in this annuity so we can have lifetime income. Mm-hmm. Well, they misunderstand that it's not we are going to have lifetime income. It's going to be I am going to have lifetime income. And then when the let's say it's the man, he passes away, there might not be any money left. They might have spent it all. Even they would have continued to have gotten mm-hmm. the income or there might be, you know, $10,000 left and that's it, you know, and he might have put half a million in there or something. So the point is, is there anything left? And if so, how small is that amount by the time you've started taking income? So, so there are, so our preference typically is to use different types of fixed annuities that we know we're going to get a joint life income. Absolutely. So now the income is going to last for both people. Yep. But if something happens to them and there is money in there, that will go to the kids. Exactly. So you can take a lump sum on your pension and protect it and get lifetime income and still have the lump sum available if something happens to you. There are ways to do it. You know, you need to analyze the amount of income you're going to get versus if you took your annuity. Right. You know, we're not I, – I, I think I think sometimes in this industry people just get told, absolutely, roll over your lump sum. You know, we'll toss it in our portfolio and everybody's going to be great. You know, I if, if we're going to be giving up – because sometimes to be able to get that lump sum, you might have to be giving up a little bit of your lifetime income – Versus if you just took the annuity from your company, you might be getting less income, but maybe it's worth it to you to have that lump sum there in case something happens to y'all. You know, there are, uh, there are uh, annuities like we're describing that have a lifetime income where that income will double for a five year period. If you need long-term care, assisted living or home health care. Right. And the cool thing about those is you don't have to medically qualify. Yep. So I talk to people all the time who tried to get long-term care and couldn't because of some medical some, reasons. Right. And you, can, there are certain types of fixed annuities that will that will help solve that problem. And, you know, I mean, all of this, what this boils down to in my mind is there's a lot of stuff you could be doing. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of decisions that you're going to be facing if you're near retirement or going into retirement. And so I would just ask you, who do you want guiding you through all that? You know, I mean, really, it boils retirement planning boils down to this. You can do it yourself or you can get help. And if you're going to do it yourself, then great. We wish you all the best. If you're going to get help, then your decision is, well, do I want Tad, Tony and the team at Freedom Financial helping us or do we want somebody else helping us? And our process is designed to answer all these questions in, in a deep, thorough way. And I always just encourage folks to come see us and find out. Hey, is this really different? Is this process that they're talking about, this retirement planning problem-solving process, is it really going to answer all the questions that I've got? Is it going to ensure that I've got the best answers to these questions? So come sit down with us or come to our retirement planning course. And you do either of those things by calling our number and let the operator know uh, they're standing by right now. Or you can call during the week. And either get on our uh, the team's calendar here to do a, a face-to-face or a, or an over-the-computer um, yeah, like virtual. virtual visit, yeah. Yeah. or come to the course. The course is two and a half hours, and 
you know, it's it's uh, very comfortable. You know, the, we've we've we're using the embassy suites where we take out the dividers and spread everybody out, and then I just go through and spend two and a half hours going through everything retirement planning related. So that's two ways to get started. But get started, take action. Mm-hmm. You know, I I talked to two people this past week, Tony. That it's, I've been meaning to call you for two or three years. Listen, just get, just do this with confidence. Even if you're being forced, even if you have no control over when you're leaving work, just do it now. So just get a plan so you can have confidence and know that it's going to be okay and exactly how it's going to work. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, a good retirement plan should be crystal clear and very understandable and just common sense. And the whole conversations, all of our conversations, Tony, that we have here are just plain English. And and it's designed to help people that aren't retirement planners get it right, figure this out. So if you want to get it right, come sit down with us, or we can do a virtual visit over Zoom or, or the computer, or come to our retirement planning course and do either of those things by calling or texting. You can also text this number, 205-988-0006. That's 205-988-0006. And, and for, the, for the folks not in Birmingham, again, we, we do all of this stuff remotely, virtually, and it works beautifully. So don't hesitate to call. We've had a lot of people calling from uh, cities around, you know, middle to north Alabama since we started doing the radio show in those other places, mm-hmm. and it's worked really well. So uh, do yourself and your family a favor and take some action toward getting a retirement plan in place. 205-988-0006-988-0006. Tony, when we come back, we're going to be talking about... Some unpopular opinions. Unpopular opinions. <laughs> and some retirement planning statistics. And maybe if we've got time, we might answer an email question or two. Yep, we'll see how it goes. We'll be right back. <laughs> Join Tad and Tony Hill and the Freedom Financial Group team for their next retirement workshop. It's a deep dive into all things retirement planning. Reserve your spot today by calling 205-988-0006. That's 205-988-0006. Are you near retirement and possibly facing a layoff? Hi, this is Tad Hill, the host of the Retire with Freedom radio show. And we've guided hundreds of families through these types of decisions and can help you understand your options. Call now for a free analysis, 205-988-0006. That's 205-988-0006-988-0006. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Are you divorced and not sure if your ex is still listed as a beneficiary? Tad and Tony can help you find out. Make sure your money goes to who you really want it to. Call now, 205-988-0006. That's 205-988-0006. And we're back. This is Tony and Tad Hill with Retire With Freedom Radio Show, and we are with Freedom Financial Group. And right now we're going to talk about some unpopular opinions as it relates to retirement planning, and there's a lot of different opinions out there. But, you know, being a good advisor, if you're really going to advise someone, mm-hmm. you know, it's not about a popularity contest. It's not no. just saying the same thing that everybody else out there says or or trying to just do whatever it is. It's really about looking and examining and diagnosing exactly what's going on with every person that comes in to see yeah, the us. Individual the individual Every individual. And really giving our best advice 
and and to really be able to show and prove what we're doing and why we're doing it and how it exactly these all all these things work and what's realistic i should say i think there's a lot of of things out there that people think it might be something that was in something that worked 20 or 40 years ago that people are still doing what their parents did or something like that that really doesn't apply to anything right now anymore so um you know there's just a lot of that kind of different things going on and i think there's just a lot of opinions and maybe we should clear some of those up so um here's one of those things that used to be the old 80 20 rule kind of thing or whatever but Mm -hmm. what is the appropriate amount of risk for retirees or like pre-retirees people that kind of are coming to see us well i mean it's as different as everybody that walks in the door. I know, but there's, there's, a... there's well, there's a few things. There's a few things that I would say here. One is that almost all the people that come see us, even the ones that were previously risk tolerant, they are not wanting to gamble with their life savings. Right. Yeah. They they realized, hey, you know, I'm 55, 60, 65, 70. It took us our whole lives to amass this wealth. And I didn't really think about it or worry about it that much when we were younger and we knew we had 20 years or 30 years before we retired. But now we've got all the money we're ever going to have, and we've got to make sure that it's going to last. But here's the problem. They don't know what to do. They're usually working with a broker or a banker or somebody, and they've been given all these platitudes that we're talking about here. What you're saying here is don't just spout all the stuff that the industry says, right? Well, they've been spouted at about what yes. the industry says and, yeah. and here's what they say like don't worry about it yeah. hang in there yeah. it'll come back it always does don't bail but at the same time they're not really structuring their investments to take care of different needs right they've just got a diversified portfolio and every time i do that i do air quotes yeah, you do. <laughs> nobody on the radio can see it but it, they've got a quote diversified portfolio and, and the whole thing is oh well don't worry you're diversified well show me what a diversified portfolio did you know during 2008 the pandemic or or the tech bubble crisis or i mean take your pick all of them yeah so the thing is what our industry i don't think understands clearly enough is that when people quit working, the first thing we have to do is figure out how much money are they going to need from their savings, and then how are we going to generate that? I call it the foundation of our fiscal house. Like if we're going to build a house with our investments, mm-hmm. we got to have the foundation has got to be the income, right? Right. And so how are we going to do that in a way that creates certainty? And if, if your income plan sounds like this, hey, don't worry, we've got you in high quality investments, high quality mutual funds, dividend paying stocks, and you're in you're in great high quality stuff and you're diversified and that diversification so when one thing isn't doing well, you know, there's other things that might be doing better and so don't worry, you're diversified and if if your money's going down 20, 30, 40%, just ignore it. It'll come back, it always does. And we cover this in the class. The math around that doesn't work if we're pulling, you know, let's call it four and a half, five percent out of a portfolio and we live through a decade like the two thousands, 
and your your strategy is just, hey, I've just got a bucket of diversified investments right. and I'm going to pull money out, mm-hmm. the math quits working. Right. Like your portfolio, I mean, the stock market may rebound, but your portfolio won't. Not if it hadn't, if, if you lived through a decade like the 2000s, it's a disaster. So the, your question was, how much risk should a, a pre-retiree or retiree be taking? And my point is it's different because it really starts with how much income they're going to need. Right. I mean, if somebody needs you know, one or 2% of their portfolio to add to their social security, and that's going to cover all their bills. We can carve off a little bit of the money and solve that problem. And then all the rest of it's just cushion. Well, frankly, they can, if they want to be aggressive, there's nothing wrong with that because now we've got the bills paid. Yeah, right. But for too many people, they've got their bill paying money. All wrapped up into the whole thing. Way too exposed to risk. I, I met with a couple, probably, this probably about a month ago, they were working with a broker. This is the advice they got. All right, right now, so they've been asking, we want to retire. We're thinking about retiring. We're thinking about retiring. They keep saying that. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. Listen, you're 60-40 right now. You're 60-40 split. And it's in, when you start- 60-40 stocks, bonds. Stocks to bonds. Yeah, we're, you're 60-40 split right now. You're not overly exposed. So listen, when you start taking money out, not when you retire or when you're thinking, when you decide to start drawing money out, we'll change you to 50-50. That was it. That's the plan. That was the plan. And they're like, okay, that's why we're here. We don't have a plan. Well, I mean, first of all, here's the other thing. In this, And I can understand why this is allowed to happen because like, if a broker or somebody asks their client, how much money do you need every month in retirement? And the client gives them a number, 6000 7000 whatever it is. And the broker says, okay, fine. Well, I can see where they would just accept that because, hey, it's your money. You're the one paying the bills. I don't know anything about your right. bills or all of that. I'm asking you how much money you need. You're telling me 6000 or 7000 know, I'm just going to believe you. Right. Well, here's the problem. People don't know what they're spending. Yeah, it's usually wrong. It's, it's not that, I mean, our clients are smart people. Yeah. It's just that they don't really that. know how much is going out the door. Right. And then they do our lifestyle analysis, and it blows their minds. Right. It's not a problem yeah, as long Most as you of the time. know what it is. Right. <laughs> but if we're going to tell somebody they can retire right. or, hey, you know, it's okay. You don't need to go get a part-time job or, or whatever. Or you, you know, what you're spending is okay. You can keep spending that. Well, if we're going to tell them it's okay to do it, would it be helpful if we were right? Absolutely. I, I, I mean, you know, we can't guess. Right. And so, but that's what people are, they're guessing around they this guessing. stuff. That's right. I mean, part of our process, frankly, and it just sounds simple, but part of it is just making sure we actually have all the numbers right. Absolutely. And and it's not, it's like, okay, well, yeah, I know my numbers. Well, if you're sitting there listening and you go, oh, I know how much money goes out the door, <laughs> I challenge you to come see us or come to our course. Let me explain to you how to do this. And then see let's figure you. out if you That's were it. right or not. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm not trying to, oh, I'm right and you're not, or whoever isn't right. That's not it. I'm trying to help. Yeah, right. Because it's... It can be hugely detrimental if we get that number wrong. No, it's it's not good at all. <laughs> There's a lot of other things you can do right, and if you get that wrong, that kind of throws everything off kilter because it's an ongoing thing. And once somebody's already stepped away from their job, you know, and and they find then it's out, too late. Yeah, then they find out, oh, we're actually spending two thousand dollars or twenty five hundred more a month every month, or you know, on average. Well, that doesn't work. The math doesn't work like that if we've planned for less than that. So, yeah, we got to get it right. Yeah, and and again, here's the thing. You know, people, Tony, people come in and they say, "Listen, I, we don't know how much longer we need to work. We know we want to quit working in a couple of years. You know, we're not sure what our lifestyle needs to be. We've never done this before. 
and you know we're hoping you can help us right and the answer is yes we can definitely help you and we can put a plan together that's going to work now some of that plan may not be exactly what you were hoping to hear you know you may need to work a couple of years longer than you were thinking or you may need to trim your spending a little bit in some areas almost every time they say we don't mind Either doing the those. doing yeah. the, do if if that's what we need to do if yeah. we need to work a few years longer we need to trim our spending we will do what we need to do we're just not sure what that is right we and know no what we want us. and we don't want to just start doing what we want to do and then realize we're making a mistake Absolutely. so tad even if you uh tell us well yeah you need to work two more you know four more years instead of two or you know you got to trim your spending by five hundred dollars a month we'll just be glad to know what the answer is yeah yeah, because nobody's helping them figure that out at this point. I right. mean, no, nobody. And if you want that kind of analysis, it's just common sense. Come see us. Come sit down with us. We will walk you through where you are, all the good stuff that's going on, and the things that need to be fixed, and then we'll show you how our process is designed to fix them, and then we'll go from there. But this this is a free analysis that we do as a service to you, our listeners, uh, all over Birmingham and all over. Uh, really all, all over, over the <laughs> all over the country i mean people are referring their friends and family to us and people are driving through and hearing the radio so we're doing more and more and more things virtually and it works great but here's how you here's how you take advantage of that 205-988-0006 you can call or text 205-988-0006 that's 9880006 and either get on our calendar for a complimentary review or sign up for our next retirement planning course where we do a deep dive into all things retirement planning. Okay, and you know the other thing Todd that this is this is a this always gets me because I don't really know how this even started. I don't even know how this conversation this opinion started. Okay. All right, and there's and there's a bunch of lo- there's different aspects of it. So number 1, the first thing is how much money do you need to retire? I mean, people come up with that number. I mean, you know, you hear it's a million dollars. Then it's not, oh, well, no, now it's $2 million. I mean, you know, first of all, that is just not necessarily true or anything because it's it's completely dependent on what that person's lifestyle is and other things. But, but here's another thing. Mm-hmm. So here's two other caveats, and then I'll just throw it to you. But, okay, so number one, how much money do I need to retire? Mm-hmm. You know, you know that conversation oh, yeah. or that question. Um, and how much money should I have in cash? Now, that's not a bad question to ask, and I we, we help people with that a lot. Yeah. And the other one is, well, which just gets me, I'm going to finish them all. I'm going to throw ahead. it to you. The last one is, you know, when y'all when y'all do this retirement plan and stuff, how much do y'all put where? You know, what what would you say you're going to put in stocks, and what do you say you put before in we, before we've yeah. even done a what, plan? What's your you know what kind of yeah yeah what what do you, what y'all usually do over here? How do you how does this thing work? And yeah. so it's like, and so that tells me which I feel bad because f- for them because what tells me is just like we we were talking about earlier is like people are so used to the advisor speak and the and all this stuff they're just saying things thinking that it's you know like is this the question i should be asking or should i just let it be custom done and not just i'm going to get something everybody else is getting well how much money you need to retire is is different as your fingerprint is from anybody else's so everybody's circumstances are completely different i've i've seen people that have very little savings and they're going to be fine either because they don't spend much or they've got like a big pension or something and then I've seen people with millions of dollars and they're in trouble Yeah. if they don't change some stuff. 
Yeah, because it's cash. The, yeah, it's the, how much cash we need? I mean, that's that's pretty easy to figure out when we sit down with. But somebody. it is something that people want to know because yeah. because a lot of times either they're afraid and they're holding too much cash, or they think they need to catch up in the market, so they're overly invested and they don't have any cash hardly, or they got very little. So yeah, that and again, that number is not just oh everybody should have X amount in cash. I mean it's mm-hmm. it's really depends on. I mean sometimes if there's somebody who let's say they we're talking about getting forced to retire. All right, let's say somebody's about a little kind of concerned they might get laid off or they might get their their department might get outsourced. We're seeing some of those things happen. Okay, so let's say that that's a risk. And let's say that we've determined that they need to work five more years, okay? Well, let's say that we're a little bit worried that maybe that job, that position won't be there for five years. Well, okay, maybe we want to hold a little more cash till we can find that next job if we do need to work for five more years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really depends on the situation that people are in about well, how much I'm, cash. I've got people that just like the cash. Well, they just want a bunch of cash. Right, right. You know, I was working with somebody the other day, and he's like, listen, I, I we, we want to keep $250,000 in cash. I was like, okay. If it works. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, we have to have, there has to be enough for the plan to work. Right. Now, I've had people that want to keep so much of their money in cash, they're just going to go broke slowly. Yeah. But it's not uncommon. I mean, you know, in this case, they had a little over a million and a half. And really, to do their, to create their income plan and all that, we needed about 500,000. So they wanted to keep 250 in cash. And then we did 500 and created an income plan for them so that, you know, they know they're going to have the money to pay the bills, even if. Doesn't matter what's happening to the stock market or interest rates, you know we're using fixed strategies that, that get them lifetime income plus their social security and they had a pension. So so now we've you know we've taken seven hundred fifty thousand, five hundred for an income plan, two hundred fifty in cash, and then there's another seven fifty that we're just going to invest in stocks and you know a, a a portfolio that they were fine being aggressive at that point. It's like okay, we know we got our bills paid, we got a bunch of money for emergencies. You know, I, I don't see the point of being super conservative with the rest of this money. Right now, sometimes people are still conservative. Yeah, it's like yeah. no, I don't. Yeah, I don't care if I've got all my bills paid and all the cash, and, and I got a, you know, a quarter of a million dollars of cash in the bank. I don't want to be taking a bunch of risk with that seven hundred fifty thousand dollars that's left over. You know, I work my whole life to save this money. I want to be conservative with it. All right, well now that's a now we're doing something different. Right. Or maybe what they want to say is like, you know, I don't think, well, we, we may need that money, but we may never spend it. And so what we'd like to do is maximize how much we're going to leave to the kids if, you know, we think we're covered. And so we got strategies to do that, too. So it's just a whole bunch of different things depending on what, I well, mean, so where to put the money. Well, or, actually, you just talked about. Um, like legacy? Leaving money to the kids. Yes, yeah. Another another unpopular opinion uh, at least in, on, in Wall, on the Wall Street crowd, you always hear buy term and invest yep. the rest. I was just going to say, what's the appropriate use of life well, insurance? Well, yeah. listen, if you're trying to solve a tax problem for your kids or you're trying to maximize what you're going to leave them or you've got some illiquid assets that you don't want to get rid of but you want to be fair to your children. Yeah, like a house or yeah, lake or house. Lake or house or, or whatever. Beach, yeah. There is no better strategy that will leverage your money better than, than doing some type of permanent life insurance, mm-hmm. not term. Yeah. And when I say permanent, that doesn't mean whole life or universal life. There's a lot of different kinds. There's, you know, there's universal life, there's whole life, there's variable indexed life, there's life. indexed universal uh, life. No. There's a bunch of different kinds. Yeah. So but the point is that the 
policy is going to outlive you, and therefore you're going to leave because the proceeds from life insurance, the death benefit from life insurance are both income and estate tax-free, yeah. and a lot of people don't know that. Right. And so um, the idea that, that term life insurance is the only kind of life insurance you should ever buy, um, people that say that are people that have never really tried to do either tax planning or maximize and legacy inheritance planning yeah. for their clients. Well, and, and let me say this too. I mean, not always, but a lot of times when I see folks that are kind of like, you know, trying to retire and this stuff, it, you've almost outgrown term insurance. It gets expensive. You start yeah. aging. It's time to really start using, putting on your big boy pants again, the well, real kind I mean, if you need it. It's one need of it. the few tax havens left, yeah, frankly. Yeah. It's, it's, Permanent life insurance. And we certainly are going to want to want those in the future. Do we? Can we switch gears yet and do like some uh, sure. statistics? Okay, I, mean, right, I, have, I have some more unpopular opinions, but I think we've been unpopular enough. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. So let's go into some retirement planning statistics, and these are you know these are all over the country. We've gathered these, but I'm just going to throw some of these at you. We see this so much. Thirty percent of workers say they don't know what to do with the funds in their 401k. And I'm, and that's different things. Uh, well, a couple things. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of times you don't have a lot of options in your 401k. Right. The, the thing that I'm all, often surprised by is, Tony, a lot of people think that they can't roll their 401k anywhere else without it being a taxable event. Right, yeah. And that's just so, a misunderstanding. So here's how yeah. the 401k rules work most of the time. Some companies are different, but... If you're working at a company where you've got a 401k and all the money in there it went in there while you were working there, like money you contributed while you were working there, and you're still working there, mm -hmm. then you can't roll that money over to an IRA and do something else with it until you're 59 and a half. Right. Most of them let you do it at 59 and a half, mm -hmm. unless you leave the company. So you work at ABC company from the time you're 25 to you're 40, and then you leave at 40, you can take that 401k and roll it to an IRA. Now, that is not a taxable event. No. You've, you've, got to just, do the, you've got to do the transfer and the rollover correctly. You want to do a direct rollover. I would try to avoid having them send you a check because right. that could potentially be an issue. And yep. if they are going to do that, don't ever let them withhold taxes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't because they're going to think they're doing a distribution. You're not trying to do a distribution. You're trying to move it from one place to the next. Right. That is not a taxable event. A lot of people don't know that. The other thing is that even if you're – over 59 and a half and you're working somewhere, some companies won't let you roll that over. So, so most companies you can roll over your 401k to an IRA to, mm -hmm. you know, your advisor, mm -hmm. us, you yeah. know, whoever, whoever yeah. you're working with, yeah. we roll them over all the time. If you're, if you're no longer working at that company, you can roll it over. Or if you're 59 and a half or older, you can roll it over. Now, let's say you're at a company you've been at for 20 years but when you came to that company, you rolled over two old 401ks into that company plan. Mm -hmm. So you got 500000 in your 401k and 250 you added while you were working there. And 250 you rolled over 20 years ago when you started at that company from two other companies. All right, you Those, just confused everyone. Well, I'm trying not to, but <laughs> you're at a company and, and you've you rolled over money from an old 401k. That's right. You can take that money and roll it to an IRA. You absolutely. No matter how old you are or young you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And, and yeah, because because that already rolled out of that current plan, and you because you left service, and it's not a taxable event, right? And that that's the key. I mean, I I still talk to people all the time. They're like, Is that well, gonna, I want your help, but, but all my money's in my four hundred one k or my IRA at at Schwab or wherever, and I'm like, okay. Well, you know, then if you want our help, well, if we get, if we have y'all help us, we're going to have to pay tax on all that money. Like, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you pay tax on it when you take it out and spend it, Yeah. but you don't pay tax on it to move it around as long as you do it right. Yeah. Yeah. You you do want. Yeah, sure I, and, and that I'm way. not going to try and get into explaining right. over the radio because right. that's not something you want to try at home. And one more thing about 401ks that I'm always – in fact, I just, I've just i met with um, a, a husband and a wife that they have worked at several different companies over the years. And they've got, between the two of them, seven 401ks at different companies. They just mm-hmm. They just left the company, but they left the funds there. So what I would say – you know, oftentimes is if you've left the company, just roll it with you, you know, don't or, or roll it to an outside IRA, keeping it on an old 401k. There's two reasons not to do that. Number one, 401ks have limited options in the first place. And number two, when you're gone, nobody is watching that money. It's just sitting there and, you know, it's not being nothing. And so you have very little control over it. You don't really have a lot of access to it. It's just better to roll it with you. One last thing I want to say is now, this is getting a bigger statistic. People that are 25, 25% of 65-year-olds now mm-hmm. will live past 90. Cool. So it is cool, but money has to last longer, too. We yeah, got, we, we have wanna, to have an income plan. We have to plan and, for longevity. And, and listen, we're going we're gonna to go into our something personal statement here, a, a segment here in a second, something talk personal. a little bit. So Tony and I are going to ask a kind of a personal question and answer that. We've, we've, got a lot of, we've had a lot of fun doing that. I'm stumbling all over myself, Tony. <laughs> So, uh, but before we do that, listen, I highly encourage you to come to one of our retirement courses or to come sit down with us either in person or virtually over the computer. We can do all of those things. Our virtual process works flawlessly. Uh, it works just as well as doing it in the office. But if you uh, want to take a, a, a good solid step toward getting your retirement plan in place, um, short of coming in and having a full analysis done. Because when you come see us, we do a full analysis of everything going on in your retirement for free. But if you want to take a baby step, come to our retirement course. And the way you come in and sit down with us or come to our course, and again, you do not have to be in Birmingham to take advantage of these things, 205-988-0006, 205-988-0006. That's 205-988-0006. Call or text, and you can call during the week as well to get on the roster for the next retirement planning course. We're here to take care of you, and uh, we're happy to help. You just you have to take some action. And uh, and like Tony says, don't don't procrastinate. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is today. Yep. So if you've been waiting to do it, I would strongly encourage you to to uh, take some action. So Tony, let's do the something personal segment. What about your current life? Would the college-aged version of yourself have the toughest time believing? All right. What now? What What about my? What, what about your current now? life? Would the college-age version of yourself have the toughest time believing? Oh, that I have a kid that's going to Alabama right now. <laughs> <laughs> my college-age self was at Auburn, and so yeah, I used to say that. 
you know, all of my kids are going to go to Auburn. My, my hand can't write a check that says Alabama, University of Alabama. <laughs> yeah, and then you have, and then you have one of your kids go, "Well, we're going to Alabama." Yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, that's no, for that, sure. That's one for me, probably too. I, I think probably the thing my college age uh, self would have the hardest time believing is that I own a car that runs. <laughs> that's true too. Oh my gosh. Your cars were terrible. Yeah, well, they were. We and were, I, I had a litany of them. Yeah, you did. The, none of them lasted very long because they weren't in very good shape when to, I got to them. To begin with, yeah. And then my young college age version self wasn't, I didn't, probably didn't take care of them as well as I could have either. Yeah, and so I guess another thing, maybe if I'm thinking about it, I always thought that, so we have three girls, and I always thought that I would just have boys because I was just kind of such a tomboy when I was growing up. I yeah, just you're still a tomboy. I know, but the girls are but, awesome. But I'm kind of like a girl. It's, yeah, so. that's true. You're the girl, yes. You remember Peyton saying to me when we were on vacation, she goes, Dad, I don't know what you would have done with boys. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they would have thought you're such a wimp. <laughs> <laughs> so that's true. So, I, I so tend, you're all tend, the mom they need. I know. I tend to cry all the time at all kinds of – I get I get um, sentimental and emotional. Very especially. Emotional. Especially as it relates to my family. Yeah, I mean, uh, Todd cried, just so everybody knows, you cried at the last episode of Hannah Montana. That's true, I did. (laughs) But mostly I was crying because I knew it was the last time we were going to watch that show without, you know, we did it regularly with the kids. Yeah. I mean, reruns, but it's not the same. (laughs) So there you go. So, all right, so we got a girl and a boy in this in this studio. And, but... and I have a car that runs. <laughs> yeah. And we have a kid in Alabama, so who knew? Yeah, that's who knew? all kinds of stuff our college-age self yeah. would not so have known. so just when you think you know everything, you don't know anything. I, I, I don't know if I, 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 depending on when in college, I would have just hoped that I was lucky enough to have somebody like you to be my life companion. Aww, thank you. We've Uh-oh, been... you're getting sentimental again. <laughs> We're, we've been together for 36 years. I love you. Love you, too. All right. There. Now y'all heard me cry. Um, All right. This was fun. We had a good week. And uh, listen, do yourself and your family a favor. Come get some retirement uh, planning analysis done or come to the course. 205-988-0006. That's 988-0006. Thanks, guys. Had a great time. It's been a great week. See y'all next week. Are you confused on when to take Social Security? Don't leave it up to chance. Tad and Tony can help you get the most out of your benefits. Call now, 205-988-0006. That's 205-988-0006. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AEWM and Freedom Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Freedom Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Freedom Financial Group. This radio show is a paid placement. Are you retired or nearing retirement and concerned about how you're going to replace your lost income once you're no longer working? 
Are you potentially facing a layoff and not sure if you've got enough money to last? What are you going to do about the fact that taxes are on sale? If you are working, how much longer do you need to work? What lifestyle is sustainable once you retire? Hi, this is Tad Hill, the host of the Retire with Freedom radio show, and our retirement planning process answers all of these questions. And right now we are hosting a free retirement course that walks you through exactly how to answer these questions for yourself and your family. I strongly encourage you to get registered for the next course by calling or texting 205-988-0006, 205-988-0006. That's 988-0006. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.